Episode of Planet Shivers. I'm really excited to be sitting here today with drummer, artist, father, and great friend Michael Lynn. Thanks for doing the show, Mike. Oh, thanks so much for taking an interest in me in this regard. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's uh, jump right in. And um, what made you start doing visual art? Um, it's it, it's one of those. Um, things i i i just have a a, a sort of um, let's call it a renaissance man approach to the arts in general mm-hmm. um and, and i think that's not uncommon uh, i thought when i was younger i'd be an artist you know and i and i used to do all sorts of you know kind of non-professional art you, you know and then you have art in school and and uh, uh i think i think often they're trying to sort of they say, okay, do something else. <laughs> There's something you're gonna, that's going to make you a right. buck when you're, when you're good. So I didn't pay much attention to it. And um, like some other things I've done, like in the area of just writing, uh, is the analogy that comes to mind. It, it, what I was, when I was just kind of, it would be the equivalent of just doodling. And in one case, uh, it was my telling a bedtime story to my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they really liked it. So... It, I, I, I kind of would think about it a little bit more, you know, and develop the story and develop the story. And then it occurred to me, I got a, a, a children's story here. You know, it's a perfect, a good, real good story to tell a child at night, at, you know, after five children. And I'm serious, it spans a long time. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I committed it to writing. I found an illustrator um, who was, you know, who had had experience with publishers and stuff. And uh, also I know I'm, I'm a child at a children's book author as well. Right. And and uh, the, it, I I have my 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 interest. I have an interest in art, like I have an interest in sports. Uh, when I think about it, uh, I would much prefer to do it, you know, than right. than, than than observe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, not to say that I, that, that I would I don't enjoy going to museums and stuff like that, but it's just one of those things. And, and my my mother was a, a collector. Abstract art, okay. informally, you know, and uh, so my idea of art was always sort of just, you know, abstract. And I, I never bought into the uh, the attitude that you know this is just like it's arbitrary it's, you know, in, in terms of somebody's drawing, paint. Um, there seemed to me, it seemed like art to me, mm-hmm. and. Uh, and the and, and when I say that I mean the high highest form of visual art, mm-hmm. and it's also and also it's, it's just a great a catharsis, and and, and indeed, um, I, I was I, my my normal uh, occupation at the time uh, it, uh, was so to the contrary, right. you know it was hard, mm-hmm. really yangish or something, mm-hmm. whereas art you know like children's short stories, as uh, 
um, uh, appealed to that side of me, which was was kind of drowning. It felt like, you know, mm-hmm. that, uh, that that's that's how I got into art, and I'm. I love doing it. I mean, it's more I love doing it than anything else. It's one of those things like people will talk about. In, and it's true in my case. I, I don't approach the canvas with any thought. I have thoughts, but I don't have, it's not like I, I've got a finished product in mind. Right. It just goes where it goes. Mm-hmm. And some people, cause, and I, I know that with some authors they'll talk about, I mean, serious authors will talk about just setting up the characters and then seeing where the that the characters that they've now created and where it goes, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it and uh, that's basically what I do when I paint. So See. was it was it the fact that now your mother collected abstract art? Mm-hmm. Was that what kind of led you to do abstract work? Yes. Yeah. 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 Because I mean, yeah, in, to my mind, and it's the abstract. It spoke to me, but and and you know when I when I took art classes, and, and you know and you're trying to do a vase or something like that, right. I, there's something just about me <laughs> and, and way, the way I approach by anything um, that I what I didn't I wasn't interested in in, 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 in like it, I, I was interested in photography for instance. There you want to capture an image, right? Uh, and it may be a very precise image, you know, you, you really get on it or something like that, but. Art, you know, <laughs> my tendency would be if if, if they give me one of those flower or, uh, arrangements with a, a, a nice picture, and, right. and uh, uh, I would I, I just you know quickly uh-huh. make the lines that kind of made one reminded of what that reality was without painting the reality. Now mm-hmm. I always like anybody else. I think you have a lot of um, admiration for people. Who can translate reality into the specific thing? That's not abstract. That's what you know. That's not abstract art. Right. Um, but I never had a real. Inter- I had no interest in in trying to imitate reality. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it was more a matter of how a given subject matter, at best. Uh, I mean, if I approached it like that, it impressed me. And then from there, it was more a matter of just the experiment I did was a, as a musician and a drummer. Um, my my experiment was to see if I could translate what I would do, and I did it to music. You know, what I would do as a drummer, I could take the same sort of instead of hitting a drum, <laughs> if you put a paintbrush in my hand, and I right. could do that on uh, on the canvas, just kind of not one spot, <laughs> just spread it out. It, it had a sort of energy to it that that, that some people liked. It, so it's even more. It's, it's, it, it, for me, anyway, it's more, it, it isn't so much even, though I have not experimented in every possibility, I've done some like two-color stuff that, that, that works very well like that. Particularly if, if, if yeah, and I'm, particularly if I'm using oils, which will um, layer into each other, uh, it would get more complex. It's real complex. Like I do it for too long, it becomes brown, as we all know. You right. get a fourth color. But uh, prior to that, so when I do two colors, you can really kind of see a rhythm to it. Now, when it, when, and then when it turns out to be, when, it, when that rhythm manifests itself as a painting, um, it, it, uh, it often will look something like you see in nature. Mm-hmm. You know, like the ocean. I have one that's dolphins. You know, I call it dolphins because I didn't realize it, but 
these things that were going like this, just the, just a hand motion, right. uh, had to, took a shape, just because you know how much pressure I may have applied. The thousands, literally, of dolphins jumping out of what appeared to be, since it was in blues, mm -hmm. water. Um, now that that uh, that painting is on display presently at a restaurant called the Cannery up in Wilkesbury. Now they're they're. Uh, my daughter is a co-owner of the restaurant. Mm -hmm. they, they, you know, they have various artists whose stuff they display. And she's a great fan of mine, my daughter. <laughs> and I am of hers. But, um, and I'm kind of proud of that one. But, uh, and then, you know, they've turned out differently based on the colors, I guess, I select. Mm -hmm. And they certainly don't look like one like the other. Right. Well, uh, that's good. Yeah. They're, they're unique. Oh, they Each are. Each piece is unique. Because when, when I see an artist whose art all looks the same, right, it gets boring. It does. It does. Yeah. Oh, I was experimenting with, I mean, I have one that I gave another daughter of mine where, where I was using candle drippings. And I mean, it, 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 it may be dangerous when you think of it on, on a panel. I mean, I sort of had a, a, a base of paint and, and uh, without chemical, you know, without, without chemicals, without using it, uh, mm. any, you know, but even linseed thin I just splotched the paint um, and then I, I started dripping these candles of, of different colors and it, it actually you know, the, the first time I did it and the only time it, those those little drippings took the identical shape really sort of throughout the painting which is I think what is attractive to the eye you know it's, it's, there's, a, there's just some repetitive theme it's almost like a beat it's almost like being in you know sort of uh, the groove of a musical piece, but in right. this case, a painting. So, like, I often work visual art to music, also. Oh, yeah. So I can totally relate to oh, what okay. you're saying. Huh. Um, do you find, like, is that something you do often? Um, you paint to music. It's it's funny. It, it, it's a good question. I, I, um, I would say it's been twenty something years now since I did my first of these kind of paintings. Mm -hmm. And I, I did it in this uh, context. It was New Year's Eve. It was like two or three o'clock in the morning. Um, three quarters of the people at this party were like asleep on the floor. It was in my place. And I, I, I realized that there's this time, I'm just, I'm, it's just again my, uh, uh, my, uh, in me physically, it's my physical self. You know, if I get if I get wound up, you know, I'm not going to sleep. I like right. to call myself Mister Inertia. No, going, 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 going. I don't want to stop, mm -hmm. so I'm awake. Everybody is asleep. It's New Year's Eve. I'm ready to stay up until the morning. And what am I going to do with all that energy? You know, you can't make music. The man's all asleep, right. literally, except my one friend at, at the time, and he was an artist, as a matter of fact. And uh, I, I said, I said to him, well, why don't we just paint? You know, do stuff. And I have that stuff. You know, sort of readily available, and and I so I did my first New Year's Eve painting, and then the, probably the second painting I did was the next New Year's Eve. You know, really that 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 long enough because right. uh, again I I was busily working as a lawyer and and uh, playing music, and the art thing was like New Year's for New Year's Eve or sometimes for my birthday, and then um, I started like it would be January sixth or something like that. And I go, Gee, that was, you know, that was fun. Uh, you know, I'd like to do another one. 
So I just began to rattle them off. And I, I do them in spurts anyway. Mm. But um, it, at least one comes out of me a year <laughs> on New right. Year's Eve. And it just seemed to me like the, the style of the, of the painting, um, you know, kind of parallels the occasion. And they got right. Happy New Year, Happy New Year. And then everybody goes to sleep. And I'm still right. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So by, by what I got from, or one thing I got from this story is, so you were a, Drummer, musician, first. I, well, I was a lawyer first. Oh, I'm sorry. You mean in terms of principal occupation? Well, or? either way, you know. Okay. You yeah. Picked up doing music prior to, to doing art. Yes, and that's it's kind of a significant thing in terms of the relationship between the two because, right. I, um, I, I I was six years old, and uh, and my at last I was going to school. You know, when I was my parents, I was a handful. Okay. Uh, but at the time, they called me hyperactive, um, and I, I was hyperactive. I mean, my hand, my fingers are going like this all the time. My legs are constantly in motion, mm -hmm. and I was constantly in motion. I, I was a head beater if I didn't get what I wanted, you know, literally. Um, and I just, I mean, a serious handful from a disciplinary standpoint. And that was, and that happened right from like the first day I went to public school. Um, I'm, I'm literally in kindergarten. And um, I could not sit in my seat for the you know forty five minutes or so until they give you a break. Had nothing to go need to, to do with the need to go to the bathroom. I just couldn't <laughs> sit still. Even I was sitting still, I wasn't still. But then I just get up, you know. What I mean? And then I also had you know a couple of the side factors where I interrupted constantly and blurted out <laughs> constantly. That's all right. part of the same syndrome. So you know. Everybody was supposed to raise their hand. I didn't. I just, it just came out of me. Very. I was, I was a great participator, but uh -huh. th at the wrong time. So that I st it started becoming like a discipline problem. You know, they, they involved my parents and stuff like that. All those things combined, mm -hmm. and so they sent me to a guidance counselor for the elementary school. <laughs> it was the first time I saw it, and this guy said, um, "Well, give him a set of drumsticks." And I got and he can. Use this tap 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 tap, you know, in the, when he's not sitting in class. I couldn't play drums in class, but it, literally, I was allowed to have a uh, pad, you know, mm -hmm. drum to pad, and it, it worked. And it worked at home too, you know, because again, my mother used to make me run around the house. I, I swear, ten times before I could come in the house. I, you know, I'd go, well, I'm home. She goes, okay, bring your book, but ten times around the house before I even walk in the house. Wow, it was that kind of stuff. And all, and God forbid I had I was given any sugar or something like that. I mean, I was off the wall. Mm -hmm. I, I jumped off buildings, you know, and broke my legs. It's just all that kind of, let's say, kind of manicky uh, behavior. Mm -hmm. And um, then later on, they identified that to be, you know, what they call ADHD, you know, hyper hyperactivity, and uh, and. It worked really. It really worked well for me. The other aspects of it were because I was constantly running around when I got a little bit older, and there was there was still this issue of this be this, this behavior, this hyperactivity, which they were calling ADHD. There was I think it may have been the same guidance counselor who started saying, "Why don't we think of track?" You know, and um, I went on in high school. I was you know first in my district. Fifth in the state, 
in the quarter mile, which is not an easy race, but I mean, you just you run until you fall down, literally. You know, right. you just run as fast as you can. At least that's what I did, and I was able to extend it to the point that I could run a quarter mile, and uh, so it was real good in terms of running. And then it was me later on who started thinking, well, I, you know, I like to paint. It's just so it's it, it, you like to have, particularly in that, so much of what I was doing, like law, is abstract. You know, I mean, you got it or you don't got it, but it's, it, it, there's no, there's no end product that you can that you can actually physically handle very often the case with music but you know you can record right but in terms of you know at least until I was practiced on even at that you know you win a case you lose a case you do a good job you don't do a good job there's a transcript but nobody's really going to read it unless it's related to the case but this was a tangible result of my effort and for some reason I always felt um, that my the result of what I did was not really fully appreciated, and so I wanted to have verification, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, and and art appealed to me even in that regard, you know, like sort of psychologically. So I took the same. I didn't even know it existed I, uh, until I entered that one piece in the in the Bloomsburg Fair art show, right. and they and they and they looked at it. and They go, oh, um, it, it, it's abstract. Um, and I'm trying to remember the term abstract. Um, it wasn't manic, um, tactile, but it's um, the abstract kinetic. Okay. Part. Yeah, just like a, yeah, kinetic. You know, uh, and apparently that's a recognized part, you know, okay. form of, of, of of being an artist. And then they started telling me about Pollock and stuff like that. You know, who's right. Taking, and he used to, if, if you've seen a video of him painting, yeah, he, he's singing and dancing and throwing the paint. Huh. And, it, and his stuff really interested me. I mean, I've seen it in museums and the like. And I wasn't, I wasn't singing and dancing, but I was just basically, and I never, I never just occurred to me now that you just, two, two, you know, like drummers usually have two, right. two um, uh, sticks in their hand. It was just a one hand sort of uh, response. Either the music that was playing or the music in my head, but I, it, I, what I try to do is generate as much speed as possible. Um, you know, and it, it's like it's like a challenge with the stick as well. You know, I can't even say it as fast as I can do it with my hand. And if I can get that into a pattern, and then take another color pattern and run through it, like it would be the equivalent of like a snare drum and this cymbal or smash. And that, that's really uh, so it all really tied in to to the drumming. Right. Uh, and, and and for me, it, it literally, the, the drumming was, you know, informal therapy. It was imposed on me. Right. And uh, and I found myself to be a pretty good drummer. You know, it, it, in, t- in terms of be, uh, being a kid and then growing up, there was a, I, it would be like sort of it was the un, it was like the unwritten law that I could I could be who I was, and and and. If I got rid of some of that energy in a positive way, uh, as opposed to just you know accomplishing nothing, nothing but except getting the energy out, energy is always there. Um, it, it would be appreciated by the school. I could get an A in art or something like that, but it had been art. In this case, it was music. But but I, I was at the stage in my life, so the music's been constant throughout. Law school, it, it, it can almost be seen as the same thing. Mm-hmm. In terms of you know, how fast can you think or talk, <laughs> right. you know, and everybody from the time I was a little kid, 
I had terrible problems with just my ability to shut my mouth. I mean, there are people, kids, you know, and they don't, they don't mean it, they don't mean anything by it, but, you know, when a teacher talks, you should shut up. I, I would be running my own separate little show over in the back, and I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I couldn't shut up, I couldn't stop smiling, which was a problem. I usually have a smile on my face, and it, and it, and if I'm embarrassed, like if the teacher was there, or anybody in authority were to yell or, or admonish me, I I smile more. It was just it was like it was it was like it was it meant, it was, I think it was a, it, like almost like your face getting flushed. Right. My response to being yelled at is to smile. That didn't work real well, you know. Not in school. <laughs> Not no. in school. They took me. I swear, I go right up the chair. They the teacher take me out of the class by my ear, bring me to the vice principal's office, and I stand there like this, smiling. Wipe that smile. I mean, I've been here that a million times. Wipe that smile off your face. What's so funny, Mister? You know, I'm, I'm, I I can't even spit. I mean, you can get a word out. Boom! I'm already accelerated to the principal's office. And boom, over there, the guidance counselor. And the issue is I smile, you know, like this. this I think there's a song <laughs> of that illegal. Mm-hmm. And it's, um, I mean, it was, it was absurd. And I didn't never meant anything offensive by it. Right. It's just It was just a response. Nor, obviously, was I trying to offend by just my body moving. But it did, I think, work out to be, uh, you know, once I accepted that that's what, or people accepted that we were in authority, that's where I was going to be. It wasn't hard to channel it into things that require that. Mm-hmm. And now, like I'm 67 years old, um, it's funny. I, you know, I'm obviously not as hyperkinetic as I was as a young man or a kid because I've gotten older. But usually, you see, <laughs> it seems to me, usually you see these older guys, and they're seven years old or something, they're shuffling slowly. You know, they've slowed down to the point that they're slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that by the age of 100 or something like that, I may slow down to the point that I'm like normal. <laughs> but I'm still, there's no question, I'm, I'm, I'm still hyperactive. Yeah. And I'm one of the oldest, I really am one of the oldest diagnosed, uh, it, 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 uh, since, since modern medicine recognized ADHD. I'm pro- I consider myself like the original ADHD kid. I mean, people they they say they attribute to all sorts of people, Freud, uh, um, many artists mm-hmm. um, in, in 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 all fields. They they said they were ADD, but there was nobody who was actually you know giving them that label right. back then. I don't think. Right. Um, so properly channeled, it's a real good thing. And uh, but it, the, the music was was preceded was the first thing that the experts laid on me, mm-hmm. along with medicine. Right. <laughs> and did you while while you practiced law? Did you drum also? Yes. Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, that was a, it was like it's a weird thing. I mean, because I couldn't do it, I couldn't drum as much as I wanted to. It really became a love affair for me. I really enjoy drumming and it, and it but it did have a sweet place in my heart because it felt anyway as if i didn't there was something if i it, it, i had been rescued from being considered a disciplinary problem mm-hmm. and a good and a, and a good kid drummer type thing also i, I, I had evolved through somebody a very smart guidance counselor's observation but um um the drumming it doesn't go well with the law practice <laughs> because you know in between the two it usually people problems and I had a very generalized practice I graduated law school and went and taught for five years 
and that went very well. It's another area where you know hyperactivity or whatever. You know, I, people didn't fall asleep in class. I, I talked relatively quickly. Um, I, I can be very dramatic if I, if I just naturally, and and you're, and you're also this whole ADD or ADHD phenomena is really a misnomer because it's not attention deficit disorder. It's just the ability. It's it, disorder has to do with the ability to to be, separate what's important and relevant mm-hmm. from everything else. You know, so, um, and I've had all sorts of testing on that. It's really very interesting. But drumming and art, uh, those two things in particular, or, you know, the visual arts, to me is you, you can literally get lost, and, I mean, focus uh, just on that. And that's yeah. why, I, that's when I feel best. You know, I'm, I'm lost, I'm not even, in the case of drumming in particular, there have been occasions where I, I'm listening to, to, my, to myself play, and then I'm not even drumming. I mean, I'm not even there. I'm sort of just the observer, and uh, I just I just love that. And it's and that has happened with art too, where it's just almost as if you know, they, they, I can say now now the piece is ahead of me. You know, it's not mm-hmm. it's not I'm trying to catch up. You know, no, it's, it's not just I'm just you know aimlessly uh, marking up a, uh, a canvas. Um, but I but. Uh, I think somehow I don't know why I don't know if anybody else relates to two. I mean, I, I think not, or I should say that anybody else's experience has been that. Certainly, a lot of people who are into the arts, like our musicians and visual artists, like Joni Mitchell, mm-hmm. who's a great visual artist and great was great singer. Um, and then you see that a lot, you know. And maybe they may yeah. not talk about it because they're so known for their music or they're so yeah. known for their art. Right. But like Woody Allen, you know, was a great. Very good saxophonist, you know, and he right. did that just right. on the side. I so see. there may be a tie-in, but I. Yeah, I, I think that there is. I've I seen um, two examples that come to my mind are Zappa, who did visual art. Oh, there you go. Very few people know that he did visual art. I've never heard of that though. Yeah. And Jerry Garcia. Right, right. I, I've never. Seen, yeah, that's amazing. Stuff. I went to um, a further show in Wilkesburg. Uh-huh. Yeah, so did I. And um, we. Might have been the same one. Probably. Do you remember which one it was? Yeah, it was. Well, I know where it, it was at, the, at that Civic Center or whatever they had. Yeah. Yeah. And it, how many nights were they there? Um, was it I'm one? Not one? Sure, how many? It was. I, it was in November that I remember it being. Wait, what year? It was a while ago, man. Yeah, this, I mean, for me, it was a while ago, but not that long ago. Yeah, I think we. I th- there was a further show, and it was in a large. Yeah. Place in Wilkesbury. And the funny thing was, my uh, it was the first time I'd I'd gone to I'd gone to many Grateful Dead shows, right? But never with one of my children, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but she had a, a she my, my daughter was working at the time for a radio station, and they had a one of those uh, private booths, that, you know, where they would serve you food, right? And, you know, and uh, and drink, and and you, you have when I say private, I mean. It's at least cut off from the rest of it. Mm-hmm. And I cut off from the sound. Yeah. But it was a nice view. And, and, and you know, people at a Grateful Dead concert, you know, tend to imbibe. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so I was, and she was. And, and I remember at one point, I was like freaking around. Literally, I don't know if it was specifically that, but it was input overload. That, that mm-hmm. she, 
I'm here with my father. <laughs> it was serious to see my daughter in that in that position. Mm -hmm. But you're saying at that concert, did you see some of Jerry's stuff? Right? Well, uh, th there's a hotel or a motel near that venue. Right, right. That I know that they were staying at. But they had a, a, a small exhibit. Oh, in one oh really? Of the rooms of this hotel. Wow. So you would go in, and it wasn't a very big room. It wasn't really a room much bigger than this. Uh -huh. And you just, all along the walls was wow. Jerry's art. See, I've never seen it. I, I bought ties, you know. That, right. But, uh, yeah, and like, they had some of the more, like, in, the more rare ties yeah. there, too. Oh, did they? And uh, all of it was framed. It was really nice. Some of it was just pencil drawing. Some of it was painting, be it watercolor or, or huh. whatever. It was really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Wait, wait, I'm kind of, was there a relationship? I mean, could you tell did it come out of the mind of Jerry Garcia? Or, um, or was it shocking that it came out of Jerry Garcia? I'm trying to... Uh, put it this way. is like, if if I didn't know, yeah. I wouldn't have known. Okay. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why would you? It, 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 or, it wasn't like psychedelic oh, it wasn't. or anything like no, that. No. It, it, it seemed like it was very purposeful. Like yeah. He, he sat down to do, to draw right. what he was going right. to draw, and he, and well, he when did you, it. When you think about it, I mean, his, his art, he, he was a very... Many people feel he was certainly amongst the best or high, you know, highest quality lead guitarist or guitarists. Yeah. And maybe singer. Songwriting, I think, was left to the other individuals. That's my dog you hear. Oh, yeah, no, I just wanted to make sure I wasn't too close to my foot. He's snoring. He finds this really an interesting <laughs> discussion we're having. Um, but uh, so it makes sense. In, I mean, Jerry, to be as good as... You know, at playing guitar, he, right. he, he was a master, mm -hmm. and it would seem that maybe so that he's that's somehow his body's response to seeing the, to the visual, and then mm -hmm. the other would, would be his ear, right. and uh, so it would make. And, and when you think about it, though, it was in a psychedelic setting; it was real and tangible. Mm -hmm. You know, now, it, it, by contrast to what would probably be my style. Um, drumming in and of itself that does not have the same. I mean, it has there's beat, there's rhythm, and there's and there is there's um, and I learned how to you know, read the music and stuff like that. And that's one thing where somebody hands you a sheet and you got to play this. But but I'm not sure that drumming it, it can be. I think it's it can be, it can be and done well in a very unstructured way, mm -hmm. yeah, which some of the Grateful Dead stuff really right. showing. Um, and, but I don't know about lead guitar being unstructured. I think they, they, he's he's pretty precise, yeah. or else it wouldn't sound right. So you can just go anywhere he wanted to, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, but what, 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 was the, what was the subject matter of his, of his art? The subject matter is um, it was a lot of landscapes, mm -hmm. like pencil drawings or colored pencil drawings of landscapes. But kind of precise, or precise yet. They were very minimalist too. Like right. you knew what you were looking at, but it, it was interesting. I liked it because of that minimalism. Right, of it. right. You know, it was a white canvas or a white piece of paper. Right. That you know he used colors, but he it was very it was um, again very precise and and within that minimalism you knew exactly. Right. Like, oh, that's right. a street corner and. Did he do Did he do any ocean related topics? Um. Because I, I know here they said he was a 
a um, deep sea diver kind of um, as a hobby. I imagine that he did. I can't recall every piece though. I've never seen any of it. I don't know what, what, okay. where is it available. I mean, I mean, I mean, even beyond buying an original, which I imagine. Yeah, it's very expensive. I'm sure like there are pieces that you could like that are you could look at online. I'm sure there. But I've never. I haven't seen them anywhere else. For that particular tour, uh-huh. or that particular, oh yeah, for that particular branch of the tour, that collection of his art was following that. Oh, tour. now that I think about it, he had he he further was after Jerry died. Yeah. Okay, and, and so it was kind of, and it was all his art, just his art. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Because I I honestly couldn't understand. I have since uh, you know I mean I somehow accumulated a fair, a fair collection of Jerry Garcia's ties. And, and I mean, they're calling it Jerry Garcia ties, and I'm thinking, well, I, I'm not sure I understand. And I understood it was a foundation set up by some relative daughter or ex-wife or something. Okay. And it, it, but a tie and a painting are, are two separate things. Right. So I'm thinking, he wasn't. He certainly wasn't wearing a tie. Right. I don't. I doubt very much he made these ties. You know, right. <laughs> or he made something to be a tie. So he must be taking something that he, at best, created visually. And put it on a tie. Right. As, but, but those ties are fairly abstract. Yeah. I mean, and maybe he was designing for a tie. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Yeah. But his, art, his artwork wasn't that. Casting. I mean, but without really, he, he had so many, there are so many. There must be a, at least 100 collections of Jerry Garcia, sub collections, so to speak, of Jerry Garcia ties. Right. So, like music, art, drum. There's, there's a whole one of drums. Okay. And some of them you can you can tell that these that are, you know be just repetitive drums. Right. And some of them you know you have to look real close. You got to look real hard to see what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. But in the abstract area, it was just phenomenal stuff. You know, on a tie. Right. But I've never seen where it came from. And, and yeah, I'm not I, sure he may have been designing them. He really may have. Double check that. I mean, but for the most part, they came out after his demise. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. I don't. I know it has something to do with his family. Um, it's hard to me imagine him doing ties. I mean, you know, tie like you know, a certain tie, but it is a right. nice. I mean, I, I don't know if he did those. It's, it's, it's something to look into. Yeah. Yeah. I, I so have just, a couple too. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, they're 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 great. I went. I started going on eBay and specifically searching those ties. And, and actually, I found that I found a. Uh, there was a guy I had bought. He bought drums for me, and uh, somehow he was just really he, he loved the drums he bought, and he, he responded back and he's telling me about his stage in life. And he was at a stage in life where he had just retired. He had been a uh, broadcaster on TV, apparently a well-known one, and he mentioned that I should check out some of the things he saw, amongst which were his entire tie collection. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 I'm, I'm not, his entire tie collection, he was selling his ties, they were a dollar each, right? But they were Jerry Garcia, a whole bunch of Jerry Garcia ones. Mm-hmm. They had Beatles ones, B, oh, you know, the real, actual, yeah, I mean, yeah. endorsed. And then uh, Whoopi Goldberg, there's oh, a whole, wow. the whole line of Whoopi. And, and the Beatles ones were cartoonish, you know? And they were all, and I think they were a tribute more, because the, the, they, they sort of, t- it was like a cartoon in that, I mean, like a, a visual cartoon or in a magazine, uh, where they were, you know, they'd have these, they'd have little squares, and then inside it there would be a story. So the one would be whatever song it was, you know, um, um, 
help, let's say, was one of them. And they, and they, uh, and you, and they'd, you know, they'd be like, help over here. Uh-huh. You know, and that sort of stuff. Whereas Whoopi Goldberg, they were all in black and white. And, and, and it was, it, you get, it was very, very sparse and stick figures, you know. Okay. But they were real Whoopi Goldberg. And Jerry Garcia, I mean, the, the, the number, I, mean, I had no idea until I started really looking, getting, you know, into those that, that, that there are collections and then numbers, next, you know. So that it'd be collection 33, which is, let's say, music, right. subsection drums, number 37. I mean, there are a lot, a lot of varieties wow. of stuff out there. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some that I think may be more common. I guess there's some real, truly rare ones. Uh, I just collect peasants in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, there's no relationship to anything. Other than that, I, I like I like I like the whole concept of of you know every, of of, uh, of Renaissance man you know right. or, or bohemian you know uh-huh. uh, the the idea that you don't have to be structured you you don't have to limit yourself to one activity as, as your occupation that's who right. you are um, it would be very hard to define in one word any anybody who knows you know who knows himself. Right. And I, and I think I, I have the same difficulty. I mean, like you said when you introduced me, I mean, I, you know, I'm a father. And, uh, and I just even think, one of the thoughts I've had is, if, as long as you can go three adjectives deep, you know, at least you know, now you're starting to flesh out. But one of the problems with our society is, and, and I don't mean society, with, our, with, with human beings in general, is when you get down to one word, it's usually something like nigger, you know what I mean, or Jew. You know, or you know, hateful. Right. And, and so, and what's happening is you've completely stripped the person of their humanity. Yeah. With one word, just yeah. one, you know, faggot, you know, and sort of thing. And and people who hate see things that way. One word, oh, yeah. exactly. one word, and dismissed. And yeah. if you say, again, it's two words. You may, you know, you can say uh, talented faggot or something. <laughs> like that. You know, at least you're giving the guy a break. Right. <laughs> or you know, good-looking niggers. You know, that's three. I guess. And, but as you get that, if you get three descriptions. Now it's at least you can tell the guy is engaging in some cerebral matter when he right. is he's not just a pure moron, you know, who literally sees things in one in the in the in a unidimensional right. way. And, <laughs> they, you know, uh, I don't think you know, I don't see how you can be you know a bigot if you if you just expand the, the territory. And, and right. actually, took, took, you know, well rounded. Because then you're you're looking past that one, right? That one right. thing. It isn't, not, yeah, it isn't just one thing, right? right. And, and and so it just falls into the overall. Field. Like the first word out of your mouth when you see that person is going to be some insult, right? You can't do it with three, four. I mean, you could if just three, 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 four. But you're still talking about the same thing, right? You come all sorts of things into that one thing, and ignore the fact that you know he he may be a great drummer, right. <laughs> he might be a great artist. So yeah. it seems that, 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 that it's the same philosophy I have about people, really, you know, or, you know, or about what a person can or should be. You know, to explore all of the very enjoyable aspects of having a you know, large brain, and by that I mean bigger than horses and stuff. Right. Well, not bigger than, yeah, bigger, yeah, bigger than horses. Um, and a lot of gray matter. And, you know, do the things that human beings do that other animals really for the most part don't though i did, I did see a uh, i did see 
and I think it was for real. It's either a pig or a cow. That does abstract art. I swear to God, it was. Oh like, wow! Did you ever see that? No. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it appeared to be. I think it is for real. And he and so what they do is they they go into the. It was a cow, I believe. Okay. Might have been. I think it was a cow, who seemed to have. I don't know how they discovered it, but just you know, it was very very uh, artful in her way of being a cow. Okay. And uh, but somehow. It may have been trained. I don't know, but if you, it, this animal—it was, you know, a common barnyard animal—and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't like. It was clearly something that someone who had a, a pet cow or pig mm-hmm. um, set out to allow them to do or to see what they would do. And this 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 animal, you know, had just a paintbrush in his mouth, and was you could see was focusing, you know. Step back, you know, <laughs> dip back in, right? Look around, you know, thin it a little bit, take another poke. It was wow, just, yeah, yeah. I've seen that with um, ele- an elephant, really, once, yeah, I'm, really, a few times. Really, I don't know if it was the same elephant, but uh, an elephant, it would do it like pick the brush up in its oh, trunk. Oh, wow, no, <laughs> and just <laughs> like take swipes at the, at the camera. No kidding, yeah, wow, yeah, <laughs> and how did it look? I mean, the cow started where the cow had picked whatever. Yeah, I, I it, it, you know, didn't look bad. I mean, I, you know, I, guess, I guess you can only express. I mean, that's an interesting thing with that elephant with that their large trunks mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because I know they they're pretty nimble with that. Yeah. They do all sorts of stuff, including eat and drink and that. But I never th- I never thought it applied yeah. to art. Well, an interesting, which I just thought of this, but it, it's an interesting concept. Is and we were talking about your abstract art. Like, so, abstract art, I guess, at its best, could be just instinctual. Right. right. Well, that's what I'm, that, that's yeah. what I'm doing. I mean, the right. body, it, it feels anyway as if it's just, not, it's expressing what I, who I am in, in, in neurologically. Right. So, you know, and in terms at of... At its like, best, you know, I'm saying at its best, that, that may, may not even be at its best. I mean, I don't know if a person who, who has a real, who has real training and real... Real eye, and thinks in terms of abstract art. That just means, I guess, that you're not. It's not you're not attempting to simulate anything outside of what mm-hmm. you're doing on, and which is a great, which is great freedom, as opposed to trying to do like realism, you know. Right. But is is there something in between? I mean, when I say abstract art, I mean it doesn't look like anything. Right. You, know, you can look into it and see a lot and of see, things. Yeah. That's what I mean. Are there, is there something like yeah? I guess there is like Monet or, or even uh, there's like expressionism and yeah, there's abstract right. realism and Uh-oh. and things yeah. in, in between. Because it would seem to be there would be yeah. And I and, and I always found that really fascinating. I have a painting, um, I, I picked up off the internet and it, some guy putting up his painting, but he used a precise, or since but a, a, a repeated uh, stroke. To, to draw what was a stewardess inside an airplane, um, giving giving cocktails to the you know, the people that were flying, mm-hmm. and I thought, and it but it, it, so if you looked at it up close, it just looked like a jumble of paint. If you step back maybe ten feet, you could see that all, all that jumbo looking right. a little bit like. And I do that with things like trees. Mm-hmm. I think the one on the wall that's on the right was supposed to be like, that's my you know, right bottom. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't have much light on it. It's a little dark, but um, it's supposed to be flowers, you know. 
Oh, and so, you, know, like, you say that. Yeah. I can see like a stem and, and. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. That's just one of the things that I'm most known to do, like or, or a tree. Like you might see a little tr- like a realistic trunk here, right. and then it's just a matter of taking that pattern. Now that 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 was what I had in mind there is, you know, the, the standard, you know, like a. You know, um, those yellow flowers that have a center that's brown, and then you just go like this, and you know, yeah, like a sunflower. Yeah, a sunflower would be a great example. Uh, um, you know, daffodil. I mean, it's not too far. I heard tulip. I did. Right. I did one uh, tulips that my sister has, and she. It's very interesting. She has. She lives in Cherry Hill. She has a very nice house. Mm-hmm. She handpicks everything she puts up, and she is mostly modern. So in the in in her bathroom. Which had hues of red in it. This this painting I did, which uh, other than in her bathroom, I mean, I'm just saying, you know, so it wasn't like a latrine type bathroom, right. it's a, it's a, and it wasn't getting water on it or anything like that. Right. But uh, in a very a very sort of prominent place, that the, the the tulip painting, which I thought was a failure, because it's, you know, it's it was such a dark, it was just basically black and red. So it was very dark, but I was able to somehow take that, get a tulip out of one of these brushes, get a tulip stroke, you know, just you know, three or four, and then like a tiny little thing coming down here, but more, just to look like mm-hmm. just a group of tulips, and uh, it, it it stands out. I swear to God, it's, it's, it stands out as if it's a piece of art, you know. What I mean, it just it, properly framed, framed, it seems you know, it would bring out uh, the color. It looked I mean, like it was a serious attempt at doing tulips. That was a weird thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never sat down to do anything abstract, real. You know, mm-hmm. it's just I had to have something. I mean, I do that. I do that every once in a while. I have a few, like I said, with the dolphins. Um, you know, and that's the one that's at my daughter's. Um, my daughter's restaurant. I mean, it's in her restaurant. Comes with someone else, but and they're just. Uh, Starting, but she has quite a, like I said, she has art on display. And this one that I gave, had given her as a gift, the dolphins. They, I saw you go, you say dolphins. That's why I said dolphins. After I painted it, uh-huh. I wasn't thinking anything. I was just doing blue and white. Uh-huh. Then started thinking blue and white ocean. But the whole thing you, you, you normally don't see an ocean painting with dolphins, where the whole thing is you know ocean. You know, it's right. a, it's a consistent and somehow jumping out of it. When I went to this stroke. It really looks like dolphins jumping out of the ocean, but not, the, but from a sort of like an airplane perspective, where you'd be looking down. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's funny. I, I don't, I don't know. That, I don't know that I can respect that. But you know, like for instance, the old seagull. Mm-hmm. You know, where you paint a seagull or the sun. You know, where right. people go. I mean, uh-huh. and you can tell that's the sun, even though they've taken three seconds to do it. Mm-hmm. Seagulls flying used to be a big one, you know, I feel around. Um, I do remember at one point in my life where, and this is such a common thing, you know, Mad Magazine? Yeah. They'd have these creatures, you know, if, it, it seemed to me, you, it just an exaggerated expression of some monster-like looking thing. And I don't know why, and I don't know if it's just my generation or if this continues, but every guy I knew, you know, was doodling monsters. You know, and some were really good at it. Matter of fact, I knew people that went on to do their own. You know, cartoons, mm-hmm. and, and I had this one that I would just do and do and do, and uh, even he was abstract. And then I remember getting interested in things like crystals, so I would do like I mean, it was just a it was just a road painting where you go, 
you, you do like a bow tie in the center. Right. And then you do a, a triangle coming up, piece through it. Triangle coming down, piece through it. Same thing over here. And then just keep repeating that pattern. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was, it was, it looked like something when you were done. And then from there, it was, it was it, I just relaxed those patterns. But that would be, I'd like to do something like that again. It was almost like a diamond ring, it would look like. Um, and, 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 you know, but it, it had a center. Mm-hmm. And any of these things that have that that kind of helix. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Yeah, it would, yeah. Really maybe, cool. maybe that'll be my next one. <laughs> I've done pine trees. Okay. I mean, and, again, and that was a really big one. I mean, but I mean, probably six by six feet or something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I was doing that, I'm thinking. All I, had, all I was trying to do is think pine, what a pine, you know, my head, you know. Punch and then somehow hope that it's going to coordinate to my hand. No, no, no slowness at all. But just, you know, right. and uh, sort of like a, a, playing the song of of a pine tree or pine trees. And I really thought it was a failure. I mean, I, I, I'm standing right up to it, mm-hmm. and it'll, it, it just looked like strokes. Right. But then when I when you step back from it, I mean, if you walked into a room and you saw a thing over there, it had to be a big room. <laughs> It'd be some distance away, <laughs> but it really looked like pine trees in a forest. You know, it was the strangest wow. thing. Um, like the feel, you know, it may have something to do with vision. You know, if you have real good vision, it doesn't. When you look at pine trees, you know, that's not what you're seeing. But I guess if you had sort of, if, if your vision was clouded or something like that, or let's say you're looking through a lens that is, you know, out of focus, <laughs> it's almost, you know, then you, you can tell it's pine trees. Right. But you, but they, you couldn't if you described it. You couldn't describe it because it's like what shape is the cone? I can't tell. It's just that, 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 that sort of spot of color. Uh-huh. Uh, I did those, and I've done you know uh, other you know I've a bunch of trees, where again it's like this fallout. There's a stroke of the color is what right. I, I kind of see from an artistic standpoint, and then I, I'll draw some maybe actually clouds. Any of that stuff has shape, mm-hmm. and that's why I try to stay within the parameters of some degree of. Realism, but it, uh, not really real. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> and you were also you mentioned to me that you were in the Bloomsburg Fair, one of your pieces. Was yeah. The Bloomsburg Fair. Yeah. Tell, it, uh, tell me a little bit about that. That was a, you know Bloomsburg Fair uh, is is uh, the the largest, as I recall, the largest agricultural so to speak fair in east east of the Mississippi. They have some large ones. Out west, but okay. it's a monster. It's attended by between a hundred thousand. I think it's a hundred thousand a day. Attending wow. the fairgrounds, and they have, yeah. I forget how many acres. It's hundreds. It's hundreds of acres of land right at the Susquehanna River, that or that's the Bloomsburg Fairgrounds that is used one week a year. I'm talking about luxury, you know, it's hundreds of acres, all these buildings and stuff. Now some of the buildings host. They sometimes now host other things. They 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 have NASCAR there. Okay. Not not racing there, but they have you know uh, people. They have the auto shows and that kind of okay. sort of stuff. Um, but for the most part, it's just for the Bloomsburg Fair, and 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 it was an agricultural fair. So the, one of the bigger aspects of it is particularly for the community, is you can enter baked goods, you can enter apples you grow, and they have. I mean, it's, it's you know the amount of the human what humans are capable of producing is really ridiculous. I mean, it's a whole spectrum. They have buildings full of animals, you know, 
and then somebody wants to get the first prize in a chicken or something. Right. But it, it, it's it, since and I lived there thirty years, and in those thirty years, that 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 fair began transitioning into something slightly more cosmopolitan. Mm-hmm. And as it did, they, they they always had people who could bring in their painting and have it judged. But every year there was more and more. I mean, I, when I went in, when I entered that one. It was the second time I'd entered. I, I entered one before, but, you know, it's been, as I expected, that um, I think it may have gotten an honorable mention, but it certainly it wasn't a winner. And, and I mean, you'd stand online for an hour to with just as long, lines as long as you can see with your art stuff. It didn't have to be abstract art. And then they have these tables you go over to, and if you're abstract, you go over here and. They hang all the abstract stuff, you know, in this particular line, and there were just hundreds of, fa- you know, fascinating, if not fabulous, paintings, big, small, and uh, and I remember when I bought the one that, and it took first place, huh. um, which meant you got a ribbon, some money, but you know, it was it was negligible, mm-hmm. just basic bragging rights, and then of course right. every day in the local paper. They they have a listing of the winners and stuff, oh. and everybody's paying attention to that. Yeah, you, know, you just look for a name, you kind of recognize it, and it's sort of like Facebook or something. Um, but yeah, when I brought when I brought it in, the first thing the woman did, which was where I thought I'm just entering, they they got like I said hundreds of them. She says, you know, that's that's a nice frame for that piece. She said it was dirty, you know, it had a little hand dirt on. So she very meticulously used a cotton ball and said. And, and she's treating it like something. I, never, I mean, I put a frame. I had a frame put right, on it, right. but I, I never saw it as something. She was gingerly like it's a piece of art. And then when she hung it, she, you know, she, where to hang it, you know, type thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, they, they have, I mean, they're not knocking uh, the nails into the wall, but they have they have a sort of pegboardish system that's adjustable. Gotcha. And I remember her taking all. You know, she, she even said to me. Let me show you where I had she, she just loved it. She just loved it. And I didn't know how that, I don't know if she was a judge or not. I don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think the judges are handling the, the entries. But uh, so then the fun is, the fun part is the fair goes on and then toward the end of the fair. So your your item is on display for a week. Okay. Because the fair goes for a week. As are your animals, your pet animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and which means a, a tremendous commitment on behalf of those people. You know, like the kids right, are sleeping right. with their animals, big 4-8s, all that kind of stuff. And um, um, then at the night, when, the night before the end of the fair, like like Christmas Eve, but you know, like that, night, the night before the day, it would be the last day of the fair. Uh, the, you, the, all the all the judges' results come in, and they they may be judging throughout the week, and they have I don't know, I forget just X number of judges, and they really are serious. I mean, their job, they take very seriously. I remember talking about, since I had won a first place, I could, right. maybe I could be a judge, you know, and it's like, <laughs> no, you have to have, you know, there was certain qualifications. Right. It was mostly from the college that was right there. You know, they're taking right. the art department, but it was beyond that. I mean, and uh, for the life of me, I can't, I, I honestly can't see. Um, I mean, I, as I was looking at the paintings, I'm, I'm <laughs> this is like, a, this was a foolish thing to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it'd be sort of like the guitarist, you know, let's say me playing guitar next to Jimi Hendrix or something like that, you know, I don't even play guitar. Right. And and I, I don't really consider myself an artist, visual artist. But that experience bolstered my confidence greatly. 
Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So, so it gives it some credibility. Some credibility. <laughs> and I really, and, and that one I still have just because I was, you know, other than that, I, they've been pretty disposable. I, 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 I've given them as gifts to two of my children on their, for their weddings. And those were really, the one I did for my son, you know, because there's no rules. You can, I, I took um, champagne glasses and, and, and got a tool where I could cut them in half, mm-hmm. all different kinds of champagne glasses. And so beyond the actual paint, which was very thick uh, and, multi- and very you know, bright colors, mostly yellows and stuff, I put these, I was able to glue in those, the champagne glass, the half of the champagne glass, which, which could even be this way cut, but for the most part, it was cutting you know, long of the, of the glass right. and stick it up there, which made a sort of strange optical thing on a very long, relatively thin uh, uh, material mm-hmm. frame. And uh, it was, it really was, you know, kind of how I felt about his getting, it was very, you know, it's like, it, they were, they were what would appear to be, I was thinking champagne, you know, popping out of the, the bottle, you know, after you put right. the cork in. <laughs> And uh, they had that. They had that hung up in their house, front center, you know. Uh, and then I did a, a regular old abstract because I thought that may have been a little much, and I wasn't sure I was going to hold together. Mm-hmm. But it's held together. For, you know, they got two children now, it's still yeah. together. Uh, and I did one for my uh, when my daughter got married. I did one that, uh, where they had a, which which combined written like a poem that I didn't write, but it's you know fond of. In the center of it, <laughs> amongst this, this is a this bunch of paint, uh, which again, so I, I don't even know if I can call that my own painting, if I if I copy somebody's poem, and then mm-hmm. stick it in the center of something. I, I don't know, I'm still it's still a painting, right? I mean, I could do that, but uh, I certainly there's there's nothing artistic about the handwriting or anything. Like that. I did take calligraphy, a calligraphy oh, okay. course, uh, and I'm and I now. You've probably seen some of what people do, particularly in, like in the Orient or various, you know, in Japan or where they have the, where they do calligraphy with a brush. I mean, they, they, right. they, they yeah. have to spell words and stuff. Right. Um, it seems to me there's this possibilities there of a configuration of you know a callig- calligraphy in its most loose sense and abstract kinetic art. Uh, but I haven't explored it yet. But there's really, what amazed me was, there's even such a category. I thought, I just, just again, it, 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 nobody taught me, nor I think is, I doubt very much right. that there's a course anywhere on, you know, where you just say, okay, we, we, if, here's your selection, you're an art major. Uh, let's see. Hmm. Should I think uh, abstract kinetic? Or, you know, <laughs> right. that doesn't exist, I don't think. But somebody, I showed, they, they'd seen a painting of mine, they said, oh, Kinetic, you know, abstract kinetic art. And I said, really? <laughs> and, it, right. and it does. I, I really, I have never really explored that, other than knowing that that, that, that uh, one artist who dances and throws paint, whose who's, who's, uh, whose results often resemble, yeah, Pollock, yeah, yeah. yeah, that painting that was my mother's, and she, uh-huh. she worshipped that painting, and that was wow. front center, and it, and I remember thinking. If you, I don't even know if it's painted on canvas. I think it may be slate or something because it's very heavy, and you get the feeling it's, that it, I get the feeling anyway. Not so much that that has it. It it really is 
it, it the paint that was drawn on it looks like it was drawn on a piece of slate that size as opposed to cut out of a bigger piece. But I know right. that I've seen examples of people who do these, you know, they have this huge bunch of, I don't think it's framed yet, just have a canvas up, right? throw whatever the paint on mm -hmm. it and then cut out a piece of it and that's a painting. Right. This is, I've never done that. I mean, but it does make a mess. <laughs> mm. yeah. As a matter of fact, I have one painting, it was part of a, a pair uh, that I, I gave to uh, the other, another one of my daughters. Um, as a gift on her wedding, right? And uh, did I hear somebody come in? Maybe. Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? How you doing? Good, man. What's up? Good. Being interviewed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, I don't. I don't mind. Join right in. What up, gents? You want to say glass wine, but oh yeah, yeah. No problem. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. I thought. I thought the glass idea is a whole other thing. A new concept of mine. Okay. Yeah. So you know, like I, I wanted. It occurred to me I have no idea what I look like. Hmm. So I figured I could, I mean, I mean, by that I mean, without look, when you look in the mirror, whether you know it or not, subconsciously, you, you know, you're kind of looking at yourself in a certain way, but you don't really see right. what you look like in, as you interact. So I thought I could have that thing over there, have a mirror here, and then everyone's up to take a peek. Just, I'm curious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a big thing. I talked to some women, and there's, I forget what they call it, where they have, a misconception about their body, you know, they think they're fat and they're actually skinny, so mm -hmm. they starve themselves. Right. And 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 part of their part of their training, that's what I'd heard about, it, is to actually get mirrors where you can see you're really not fat. You, know, you can eat, right. you should eat a little bit. Yeah. Um, in my case, it's probably the, the opposite is will be the <laughs> the conclusion. <laughs> so you want to do like a self portrait? I, just just for my own sake to see what it is. I don't, I'm going to paint it. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. That's the whole, this is a mirror experiment going on. It is. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. I have a couple of those that I picked out of somebody's trash. Or, that's all it was. But you see how they're etched? They're actually etched if you, if you put your finger on it. Oh, yeah. I think. Can you feel it? It's under glass, I think. Or is it on, yeah, maybe it's on the other side or something. I forget. Very nice. Very. Yeah. It's, it's got a, as a matter of fact, you might call that, you know, it's not, it's not kinetic abstract art. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit abstract. It's like abstract realism. Well, yeah, or even at that, I don't think anything looks just like that. No. Or maybe it's upside down. Yeah, I, I, now this is the first time I'm hearing that term. Oh, really? Kinetic, yeah, yeah, sure. Art. I never heard it. I'd love to see what, if, if that is, a, I mean, for it to be a term, there has to be, I would assume, they're not, they didn't, that term was in existence, came into existence completely separate of me. Mm. And it, but it certainly fits, but it wasn't. I wasn't trying to imitate, or had never even heard of. You know, I was, you, like I remember, I forget who it was that did. There was cubism, for instance. Yeah. Right, and then there was these guys who did stuff with dots. Right. You know, I don't know if that was part of cubism, but it was in the same yeah. region or the same time period. But I never heard of anybody, you know, like just like be they drummer or not, who was trying to put on on the, on the canvas what was happening what they felt neurologically it'd be interesting it was, seriously if you were epileptic <laughs> to put, put that paper <laughs> just grab the guy's arm <laughs> I think that's certainly kinetic right. it's involuntary yeah. it wouldn't be a nice thought or maybe you know I mean there's certain possibilities but from a drummer standpoint it just seemed to me a natural and there is not so much in a small painting but in the larger ones 
you can sort of feel a rhythm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it, because I think, I think, I don't know, but I think it's fair to say that if you take a brush stroke, you do it real fast. You know, and that's not what I do. I do repetitive. But if it's you just real quick, as opposed to, it looks different. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and but if you know I don't think you, you're gonna know as precisely you, this would be where you're getting a precise result and here you just you know, whatever it turns out to look like which is what I was doing right uh, I, and sometimes I'd have a thought in mind it would be to the music not a particular song but I put on, I put on jazz you know I draw to jazz too so. yeah yeah and yeah your stuff is more obviously realistic but how did I see? Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it's impressionistic too. Yeah, yeah. But the kinetic, like it makes sense because like kinetic energy is energy right. passing from one thing through something else That's right. to another. Right. So in a sense, you have your you're the energy passing right. through the brush exactly. to the canvas. It, it does make sense. So it does. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's the term. And as soon as I heard it, I thought, "Wow, you know, I'm actually doing something." You know, it, it, it's not doodling clearly. Right. It's yeah, not yeah. doodling. And I'm not throwing paint. Uh-huh. I mean, there's some intent there. So it's abstract art, you know. It, it fits into that category, but I think it's on the far end of abstract. I mean, is there something more, more, less real than abstract? Because I mean, there's very there's varieties. I've seen abstract art, whether at least you know at, at, at the, the fair, the, the, the competition. There were there were some things that would be like. It, it might be it would vaguely resemble, let's say, a horse. That's a, a big picture. But it was so like let's say Picasso. That's something right. different, right? That's is that abs- that's not really ad- that's cubism or something, right? Well, or, I mean Picasso would be a level of of, of abstract. I guess because it doesn't know, look at you know right. it, it's it's distorted kind of is the way yeah. I look at it. But he but within the frame within the subsets of his piece mm-hmm. there is some realism. I mean, right. You can you know it may be, it may not look you know, the horse may have five legs or something right. <laughs> and one may be over here right. but still it looks like a leg uh-huh. sort of crudely like a leg too I've never fully yeah understood. even his, his humans yeah, yeah. Were. well some of that stuff's interesting where he'll take a face and the one eye's looking this way and the other one's going over yeah. here just by the slant on the, you know Escher something like that it's obviously not real it's almost a play on the eye right but um, it must be that's, that's very realistic though Escher what do they call it? Would that be? Well, that could be like you know, abstract and and surrealism. Ah, photo surrealism. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. No, but and, and so I want. I, I so, guess the, the, the so what it would seem to me that if you're doing realism, right, right, that requires a degree of precision formula. You, you know, and you you need to take what you see and you're trying to make do it exactly, which would be a very slow arduous it's got to be process mm-hmm. and then you know in terms of tone of skin and stuff like that you really have to be a master at that stuff whereas um it, it, you know it, if, if it's if anything is masterful about anything i've ever painted it's it, it's been uncanny you know what i mean <laughs> it's just it, it maybe i thought it was kind of a unique way to paint i used to paint also on lots on drum heads with, okay. But then that's the end of the drum head. You know, you can't. Right. So and it would be shown the drum head that you, you know, the part of that the head that you'd hit would be where the painting is. You know. Right. 
so you can you put it in a trunk. Right. <laughs> just be all over the place. I still have some of those. And I thought that was unique, but that was I've seen it by others. It's not unique painting a drum head. Mm -hmm. and, and some some are realistic. But, um, well, yeah, kinetic art, that does make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was also thinking neurological, but you know, if you did a subset, but I don't know, kinetic is good enough. And it is. You're the energy source. Right. And it's true. I mean, this thing, the only, the only thing that is, you're choosing really is uh, the colors and the, and the kind of the general motion. But beyond that, honestly, God, it's just like, it's always, I've never slowed it down. Unless, no, I've never, they're, not, they're never done slow. And they take time. And they take a lot of, uh, yeah, until I'm done. That's why some of them, as, as, I, as I went along, you know, are very, very thick. And that's what I like about oils. Now, they take forever to dry. You know, I mean, forever. One I had for nine months before, it would it was like even tack dry. So, you could, you know, literally, paint's falling off the thing. <laughs> but, I mean, there, I think, it, I've, I've learned, but I don't remember the names. And, you know, there's a way of what you put on the fans first. Right. Like somebody told me. Jessa? Yeah, Jessa. Yeah. And then something you can do even at the end so to begin to allow that oil to harden. Mm -hmm. and, pe and people have said to me, my paintings that don't have gesso on it, which is most of them, and that don't have a hardener on it, they probably have a 30-year lifespan, <laughs> and then they're going to start cracking it. Oh, so, okay. Which is, I'm sure, very true. I mean, that was the very first one I ever did on the left. Okay. Which is complete. I mean, I, it, 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 I just chose, I chose, you know, dark. Like I said, right. the tulip thing. Was much darker than the tulip. You, you could barely see it, but in her bright modern bathroom, you know, right. mirrors and stuff like that, it, I swear it looks like you could sell. I mean, it would be like if if, if it, would, it would be a product that tulip. People like tulips. That it, 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 it it's just tulip after tulip, and somehow they look like tulips. And and, and although I was thinking tulip, it was vast. I mean, <laughs> uh, now you see, you've seen. I mean, I've seen that artwork, and I guess that's is that called abstract? If you do, like. These people that do these twenty-minute paintings. Oh yeah. You know, like, depends on what they're painting, I guess. Well, let's say it's a, it, let's say it's a landscape. You ever remember that guy? Oh, uh, yeah. Bob Ross. Yeah, yeah Bob yeah. Ross would be the best example. Yeah. I mean, he over the course of a show, all of a sudden it really looks like a, a landscape. Yeah, that's it's Bob Ross. That's um, my mother took a class from him. Oh really? And she, I have like. A painting of hers from that class, huh. which I've, I'm glad I've been able really? to hold on to. Yeah, wow. and it's oil and it's a like a wooded, like yeah, um, mountains, um, evergreen trees, right. like trees. nature. You know? Yeah, I mean, but it, I remember watching the show and trying you know, going along with him. Now it didn't look as good as his did. You know what I, mean? Right. I mean, but he a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. <laughs> And he, but he would take just it would depend on the type of brush. I'm gonna have all sorts of fun with this. Yeah, that's a, a brush. I'm thinking more like it's got to be great, you know. And then you, as long as I keep the colors, I have a big palette. Right. I didn't know anything about four colors in brown, but I swear to God, I've had paintings that I, I, they were great. I'm running around all excited, and then I go, well, maybe if I had some red, and then every place I touch turns brown. It's like is that sure that the combination of four Certain, colors yeah. turns into brown, period? To the most part, yeah. If you do it Especially at the same the time. time the colors, yeah. 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 <laughs> I learned that lesson. I try to keep, honestly, it works best for me with two. 
If you keep going, you get that weird, like, uh, murky gray. Green, greatest green. Yeah, the greatest green. It looks like poop, sewer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. And, and I've ruined paintings. Yeah, I should have just left them alone. Now, the hardest thing for me is to do that. Like, you know, so, you, I mean, I would take sometimes a whole bottle and just, you know, and then take that and swirl it in. But, uh, yeah, I, li I like depth and dimension, you know, physically on a painting. Hello? Hello. Hey, hey honey, how are you doing? Oh, wow. Coming in. Just great. Mm. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hey, hey Isaac. Hey, what's up? How you doing? Good. Hello. Hi, how are you? You guys know each other? Hi, Albert. nice seeing you again yeah. as well. well. How you gentlemen doing? Good. 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 We've been interviewing me for too long. It's all right. All right. I'm doing wonderful. Good to see you. Good to see you too. Yeah, I see you're packing heat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Planet Shivers podcast. This production and others can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, and archives.org. It can also be found with video content on the Albert Shivers YouTube channel. You can find even more content on Facebook at Albert Shivers Visual Artist and on Instagram at Albert Shivers. You can find Isaac Wilson's work on Instagram at WhenInZen. That's when underscore in underscore zen. Thank you again for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe.